Now, The Interpreter Show, with discussion, debate, and the latest information on all kinds of religious issues and topics. Welcome back to the second hour of the Interpreter Radio Show, sponsored by the Interpreter Foundation, a nonprofit organization dedicated to the scriptures, history, doctrine, and practices of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint. Saints. <laughs> you can find us at interpreterfoundation.org. That's interpreterfoundation.org. Uh, tonight we have Chris Fredrickson calling in. We have David, David, <laughs> we have Robert Boylan. Sorry, I saw David down here. Uh, I was about to say David Belknap. No, he did the <laughs> article. I'm Robert Boylan here in studio, and I'm Bruce Webster. Robert, uh, you've got a new post over at uh, Mormon R on Mountain Meadows. Yep. Do you want to give us a few minutes on that? Yeah, sure. Um, as everyone hopefully knows, I work as a senior research analyst, which is a very fancy title, uh, for the B.H. Roberts Foundation. I'm also the librarian because I'm the one who gets the most books as well. <laughs> Rather apropos, um, and mormonor.org is the website for those who are curious. Um, it's a, mormonor is like a, one of the projects of the B.H. Roberts Foundation. We also do like Kinderhug Chocolate, we do pens, we also do memes, but we also do serious historical research as well, while having a lot of fun. Um, the most recent article uh, that has uh, been posted online only like about a week or two ago is actually on the Mountain Meadows Massacre. I believe it was in October, all three of us had the interview with Janice Johnson on the reception history of the Mountain Meadows, and that was a very fun interview. I remember Chris was having the day of uh, time of her life, uh, uh, crossing uh, Janice, but uh, that was fun. But uh, for those who are wondering about the Mountain Meadows massacre, it's like, um, also like what the a black eye in Latter-day Saint history, no matter how you cut it. Um, in answer to the question, like, what is the Mountain Meadows Massacre? I'll just answer from the uh, website. Uh, on September 7th, 1857, John D. Lee led a group of Paiute Indians and Mormon militiamen to attack the Baker Fancher wagon train. After a prolonged gun battle siege and feigned ceasefire agreement, approximately 50 to 60 Mormon militiamen and a number of Paiute Indians arrived and massacred the wagon company on September 11th, 1857. The attackers spared 17 children, all of whom were under the age of six, and were taken in by local Latter-day Saint families before eventually returning to Arkansas. And, like, it's a Q&A. It's a, a very brief overview of the uh, Mountain Meadows Massacre, but also links to 300 primary sources. Um, mm -hmm. This deals with, say, the transcriptions and the original, where possible, uh, legal documents, the journal entries, the Relief Society minutes just before the massacre itself, from the wife of Isaac Hay, who mm. was, like, the main reign leader, it's basically everything you want to know about mountain matters, but didn't want to ask. No, uh, didn't, didn't want to ask, and didn't even know you wanted didn't to want ask. To know, but, but like but uh, we, get, yeah. But like it's not like we're apologists and thinking like this was a great taint. It's like it, no. it was a horrible taint. But the TLDR, like the summaries, like Brigham did not actually order it, and this seems to be the uh, overwhelming consensus of historians, even critical historians as well. There was a recent book by Richard Turley and uh, Barbara Jones Brown, I believe her name is. She works for Signature. Where uh, Turley's like a faithful Latter-day Saint, I think Jones is a bit, she works for Signature, so it's going to be a bit more left-leaning. But they're both agreed, Brigham did not order it. And, you know, by the same time, like, um, no matter how you cut it, um, it was a uh, tragedy. In fact, uh, when it comes to, say, the facts, if you will, many facts are disputed by conflicting accounts of the massacre and events leading up to it. Lee was executed for Eastboro on the Mountain Meadows Massacre uh, in 1877, and the church has actually made many statements condemning the massacre and apologizing both the victims 
uh, their families and peyotes. And we don't have, uh, when it comes to do our take, it does state that um, the massacre was a horrific, unnecessary event in Elias history, marked by the murder of the Bash, Baker Fancher wagon train by local Mormon militiamen and Peyote Indians. And um, so we're not like apolog- we're not trying to defend it. We're just trying to like situate when it's a historical perspective and also its aftermath. Um, so again, you know, it's a tragic event, but it's very popularly disgusting. Um, unfortunately, a lot of popular media, which tries to portray LDS as like uh, crazy cultists who will kill you, um, like a certain uh, quote-unquote documentary series from like about a year or two ago. But again, like everything you want to know about the Mountain Meadows Massacre, but like maybe you're on a budget and you don't have, can't afford to afford like say the $135 legal papers documents. We have you covered. There's transcriptions. And in some cases... <coughs> Not just like transcriptions, but the handwritten originals as well. And by the way, shout out to Church History Library, especially Brian Passantino, who was very helpful when we were doing like the initial research into this. Um, the CHLF actually a very good collection uh, in both the Brigham Young Papers uh, section and the Mountain Meadows Massacre section from like Andrew Jensen and other historians who did a lot of work initially on that as well. So, cool. Yeah, uh, I. I one of the things that really jumped out at me when I read this is that it's a good, clear Q&A, but the beauty really for me was in the footnotes and the primary source documents that are referenced in this article. It's just replete with all kinds of references to primary source documents, describing the individuals there, you know, helping us better understand. So anybody that reads this article certainly should could could really do a deep dive as they, um, you know, take advantage of those footnotes and references. Yeah, there's biogra- there's short biographies of, like, all the figures here mentioned, like Brigham Young, John D. Lee, Isaac Hayes, William Clinton Smith, right. sometimes spelled Clinton Smith, which as a Star Trek fan, I think is great. Uh, and also in the main article, there's, like, 148 no- footnotes. So for a uh, mm-hmm. Q&A, it's well, um, well researched and yes. uh, documented, but also leads to, like, 300 separate uh, primary sources dealing with Mountain Meadows, both leading up to right. it, and as well as like various articles from like the church discussing it. Like there was in 2007, in September 2007, the Insign actually had an entire article by Turley giving the background and overview of the massacre, which is like a very good evidence of like how the church is actually oh, pretty yeah. open, even when it comes to say black eyes when it comes to LDS yeah. and Utah history. Yeah, there were a couple of times where it did reference contemporary to the day periodicals that were very much in their presentation of the Mountain Meadow Massacre. So I would just have people keep, you know, have that as just kind of a heads up because some of the reporting on the Mountain Meadow Massacre was spurious at best. Well, that's that remains a problem to the present day. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I, 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 I have rarely encountered any sort of uh, journalistic coverage of the church and church issues uh, in... Uh, in mainstream media, that that is actually <laughs> accurate. Yeah, and unfortunately, because it took place on 9-11 of 1857, some have mm-hmm. actually deliberately made the parallel between oh, yeah. that and, of course, September 11, 2001, to try to show, like, just as, like, uh, some certain Muslim fanatics will, like, um, engage in terrorist activity, and hopefully this won't have the radio show yeah. taken down. Uh, you know, the Mormons are basically uh, just as dangerous. Uh, there was a movie, September Dawn. September like Dawn, that. yes, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Angelina Jolie's father, whatever, uh, in one yeah. of the main characters, which was like, it was an absolute hatchet job. It makes the Godmakers like scholarly. It's that bad. But it does kind of show like, uh, again, 
Matamoto's horrible event should never have happened. Absolute black eye and yeah. oh. in Utah history. But that is not reflective of the culture of Latter-day Saints in Utah. And mm-hmm. I said this as a foreigner myself, or the overall um, consistent history of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. You know, again, this is like as unfortunate it was, and not to sound like horrible here, but a bleep on the radar, if you will, in comparison, say the relatively peaceful history of Latter-day Saints, even when persecuted. Yep. You know. Okay. Well, we're. I mean that you know even, I mean it it, it's it's indefensible what happened. We we don't even try to defend it as a church. We're horrified by it just as we as everyone is horrified by it. But it also is a stern warning to us to, you know, to be very careful in the choices and decisions we make and how easily we can sometimes be deceived. Okay, well, that just about wraps it up. I'm expecting the uh, commercials to start digging in any second now. Uh, this has been the Interpreter Radio Show with uh, Robert Boylan, Chris Fredrickson. I'm Bruce Webster. Glad you joined us. Tune in every Sunday evening or find our uh, re- edited uh, podcasts on uh, at interpreterfoundation.org. We thank you for coming here.